Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us, joining me, joining me with my fabulous artisans again to listen to our podcast. That means so much to me. Today, we're going to talk to a fabulous artisan, Lauren, from Her Poppy. Lauren, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I am Lauren Gregory, the founder and CEO of Her Poppy, and I am in the business of helping women transform how they navigate their overall health, which includes their menstrual health, and take back ownership of our bodies. Mm. (laughs) When you say take back ownership of our bodies, my brain just has all these questions. Yeah. Who do you think is trying to own it? What does that look like? What does ownership look like and where is it coming from? Um, the most, I mean, that, that comes in, a, I'll, I'll say that comes in a lot of different ways. I'll, I'll tell you what's on my mind at the moment is um, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. Mm. And I was actually just reading a new article this morning in that, um, and I have to finish reading it fully, but they're essentially, I believe, trying to get the FDA to recall the oral um, abortion pill. And it's it's almost, it feels kind of like almost a a follow-on and like a next step to the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And so I'm... I'm digging into that and kind of sharing that with some advisors with, okay, like how can we, you know, what are some things that we can do, you know, from, from our platform's perspective to support women throughout this, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, taking ownership of our health also looks like, um, there are some organizations that we work with, um, that we've partnered with, um, that work with minors that have been sex trafficked. And so we are providing education and resources for them around their overall health, including their menstrual cycles, um, and empowering them to understand what's happening in their body, understand what questions to ask, Uh, because for the most part, this is something that they may not have had access to. And in a lot of ways for a period of time, their body um, may not have felt like it was their own. And we are doing our part to reverse that by providing them access to um, information, education, and resources. Mm, mm, mm. What drew you to this work? Ooh, uh, <laughs> um, it started with my dad dying, actually. Um. In 2013, my dad uh, passed away from pancreatic cancer, Mm -hmm. and he was someone who had always been um, an advocate for health and taking care of yourself. 
he was always healthy and and always joked that he could outwork any 25 year old in the gym and could outrun him (laughs) and uh, was definitely always on me about taking care of myself. And and for a long time, I really wasn't. um, I would just say my my health and, and wellness wasn't that much of a priority. Uh, But watching someone who I looked at who was very healthy, very strong, and seeing what um, cancer did to him, it was a real wake-up call to say, okay, I need to, um, I have to start taking care of myself. And he was actually the third generation in a row on his side um, to pass from pancreatic cancer. Mm. So your mind immediately kind of goes to, okay, well, it looks like, um, you know, it, it looks like it's kind of coming to me next. And I just, I, I didn't want that for myself. And so, um, you know, we were talking to his doctors about it and, you know, what are things that she can do? And they said, you just, you start taking care of yourself. Um, so my, um, I just kind of did a complete 180 and started, um, exercising and, and found a workout routine that I really loved and, and absolutely fell in love with. Started paying more attention to what I was using, uh, to what I was putting in my body, the uh, supplements that I was taking, the food that I was consuming. Then I really started to pay attention to the products I was using on my body. Mm-hmm. And um, my period specifically had always been pretty much ever since I got it. Um, around like 11, 12 years old, had always been one of my biggest pain points. I'd always dealt with severe, severe period cramping and had never really been looked at any further for anything. Um, But like many women, was prescribed um, birth control for my period pain and had been on that um, prior to that was kind of taking some over-the-counter um, pain medicines. And um, from the age of probably about 15 or 16, was put on birth control and was taking that for nearly a decade. Oh, gosh. And, yeah, um, decided that was something that I didn't want to do anymore and uh, but still had this severe period pain that – you know, I myself, you know, had never really dug into deeper and, you know, neither were any of the healthcare providers that, that I had along the way. So the solution, if, okay, if you're not going to be on birth control, we can provide you pain medicine. So I was prescribed ibuprofen 800 milligrams from my, from a gynecologist that I was taking pretty much every month, um, just to get through my periods. And, kind of fast forward to my dad passing away and going on my own health journey and looking at my body differently, thinking about my body differently. I wanted to use alternatives that I, I felt were cleaner, that I felt better using. I wanted to feel like I was doing something good for my body. And, um, I got to work developing a formula that helped with my pain, something that helped with, um, the bloating that I experienced as well. Um, and with the mood fluctuations, um, that happened during our menstrual cycles as well. Um, and, um, got to work developing this formula and, um, tested it on myself, uh, for about three months and kind of went back to my background, which is in, 
um, market research and consumer insights. I put together a focus group of women across different industries. Some are um, uh, accredited uh, medical doctors. Some are in the fitness industry. Some are in the beauty and PR industry. Some are in, you know, women's health and women's empowerment. And they all had extremely positive experiences using the product um, after trying it on themselves for a few months. And I said, okay, I have something here that women could benefit from. And um, I got to work putting it in the market. And fast forward, here we are nearly four years later. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. While you were talking, I had all these questions bump, pop up in my head. Let's yeah. <laughs> My first question was, what made you make the choice? I think I know, or I know what some of the issues are, but I'm curious, what made you make the choice of trying to step away from birth control and went towards a pain medication instead? Kind of what were the issues with birth control that you were understanding? At the time, it was more... um, I don't want to call them superficial, but I can't think of the word that comes to mind, but just, you know, I'd experienced weight gain with it. And I, I knew, you know, as I got older, I think maybe like towards my, my early twenties, I did understand that, okay, it is synth- synthetic hormones that I'm putting in my body. And, and I, at the time, I know there are non-hormonal options now, I can't say that I was aware of them or if they were around at that time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but I knew they were, there were added hormones that I was putting in my body and just non-medical background, just a very basic level. It just didn't sound like it was something that I wanted to do anymore. Uh-huh. And it, it was really that. And just, you know, like I said, I was um, starting to experience weight gain and things like that. Um, and I, that is really what at the time really led to the decision and, and not, I, and I definitely went through this phase of not wanting to be on any kind of prescription medications or anything. And so it started in my mind at the time, it did at least feel like, okay, I'm, I'm weaning myself off of this one and I'll kind of transition to the pain medicines and, you know, cause I won't have to take it every day. I'll only have to take it, you know, I'll go from taking something, you know, every day of the month to just a few days. It felt like it was a little bit better for myself. And so that, that was my thinking at the time for, for transitioning off of it. Yeah. I know I was also on birth control for a little bit and then I went to transition to I monitored my periods. And so that's what I was doing, trying to sit, figure out when I was ovulating and trying mm-hmm. to control it in that way. So that was the method I was using. I was taking my temperature and yes. real hardcore about it. <laughs> I, I will say to that, like that, that's a hundred percent of the place that I'm in now, mm-hmm. you know, and has hearing more women, you know, talk about that has definitely, you know, led to the the evolution of, mm-hmm. of the work that we want to do with supporting women throughout their entire menstrual cycle, because it's, it's a vital, just like we measure, um, you know, heart rate and breathing, you know, for women, our, our menstrual, our menstrual cycle is kind of like a, a, a fifth vital sign, if you will. 
And so definitely wanting to support women with the right um, information and education with the right product solutions as well to provide them that support, you know, throughout the entire cycle and understanding the benefit that we have. I know we talk a lot about it was painful, you know, and, and for the most part, we talk about our negative symptoms because we experience them and it doesn't feel good and we don't like it, but there is a benefit to it. And if we really start to understand our health, really start work with a healthcare provider that will kind of help us dig into some things so that we can start to experience the benefits and see the benefits of it, then that will kind of start to change our mindset around it. Well, tell us, tell us what are the benefits of it? <laughs> I mean, if you if we just talk about some of the the physical aspects, if you will, with understanding, we'll just we'll talk about the mental aspect. Well, I'll just kind of because that's kind of the the, the simplest thing uh-huh. to understand. Um, if you think about the different phases of your cycle, and, and this may be common knowledge for some people, or, or maybe not, but if you think about the the phases of your cycle in terms of seasons, uh-huh. and and understanding what your body needs versus fighting against your body um, and what it needs, and so we'll think about your your luteal phase, which is kind of the last phase of the cycle, if you will. Um, your menstrual cycle actually starts with your period or the menstruation phase and it ends with your luteal phase, but your, your luteal and your menstruation phase, for example, you're going to slow down a little bit more as, as women were designed to be a little bit, we're designed to be a bit more intuitive. So during those phases, it's time to kind of turn inward a little bit more to kind of like clean out and organize a little bit more. And we'll get some more clarity on what the next steps are. And we need, our body's going to need that rest. You know, we may need, um, I did, I read this in a recent study. I think it's women, um, it was like between 35 and 42, like they actually recommend eight to 10 hours of sleep versus mm-hmm. the, you know, traditional eight hour, typical eight hours that we hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but understanding the benefits of getting more rest at that time mm-hmm. um, and understanding, you know, taking advantage of, which is really the highlight of our, of our entire menstrual cycle, taking advantage of ovulation and we'll be a bit more outgoing. We'll be a bit more energetic. Energetic. You'll feel like your creative ideas are flowing. If you're a business owner, you know you may that may be your best time to pitch or take that new, new business meeting or or start that relationship with that new business partner. Those are some of the more mental, you know, and emotional benefits that we can experience. And you know, if we really start to dig a little bit deeper into what our symptoms are. Um, you know, with working with a healthcare provider, just extreme period pain itself is an indicator that something inside is not a hundred percent right. And let's dig into this and let's look at this because extremely painful, like having to take ibuprofen 800 milligrams. And I'm on my own journey of, of working with a new healthcare provider, um, but I would say those, all those years of extreme period pain and ibuprofen 800 milligrams is you get that after surgery, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm having to, I'm having to take that, you know, every single month. And so 
that is an indicator that we need to start doing some investigating into our overall health. And, and the position that we're taking now as a brand is, you know, putting together that kind of that arsenal or that hub of all the information that women need so that we can start to understand and investigate and, and take this information back and find the right healthcare provider. Because what we're seeing as well is that typically, um, you know, women and, and those who menstruate are, are not getting this information from their current healthcare providers. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunately true. Now we will pause for a moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness, be in your truth, be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth, Finding your breath. And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement, and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. Okay, now that we're back from the meditation, I have this burning question that's in my head. It's like, when you became more thoughtful about your health and wellness and you start to make changes, what were some of the key things that you wanted to change or at the top of your list? I think I heard you say work out. But in addition to that, what were kind of the, your top list things that you had to address? It... Honestly, it it was it was everything because it came from and this may sound extreme, <laughs> but if I looked at my my lineage just on my dad's side, like I said, he was the third generation in a row to die from the same type of cancer. Mm. And so it was okay, I have to do a complete 180. <laughs> mm. Mm. And my dad, he was 57. That's young. That's very young. <laughs> and it it really felt like, and I had that, I know there, I had that, that burning, you know, thing within me at that time and was excited about making this life change, I'll say. It wasn't coming from a place of fear, but more so a wake-up call and... I knew just kind of go all in. And and I will say I'm thankful, you know, God and the universe and and things had aligned 
the resources that I needed had kind of perfectly aligned, you know, and were kind of, I would say within, and this, this wasn't like back to back, you know, it wasn't just like a few days of, of getting this together, but as I needed resources for, you know, finding a, a, a movement, I heard someone call it joyful movement instead uh-huh. of exercise. <laughs> I found, I've, I found a joyful movement routine that I, I really fell in love with. Um, and, but that is around the time that I, I would say really understood the importance of what you put in your body. Uh. And before that, you know, it was a basic, I did understand like over like excessive sugar, excessive carbs can, you know, lead to certain health issues and eating junk food and things like that. But, um, at the time I'd adopted a completely plant-based lifestyle and had really experienced the benefits of it. Um, you know, if, if you find that something that's best for you, um, I don't, you know, want to make those kind of health recommendations for people, but that was, for at that time, that was, that was an amazing jump start to this journey and just starting to, it was also the the catalyst, and I think I said this in the beginning, to for me start to tune inward to my body and like uh, how do I feel. Uh, and I realized that I actually feel I noticed that I started to feel good to the point where I never realized I wasn't I was feeling bad, if that makes uh, sense. It's uh, like, oh, I didn't realize I was actually feeling like crap this whole time, but was, you know, kind of medicating it, masking oh, it, yeah. and, and felt like it was the norm. Yeah, because it got normalized. Yeah, so feeling bad was normalized. You just thought that was like that's how people feel. This is mm-hmm. normal. You don't feel like that. You're supposed to feel uh, draggy. You're supposed to feel tired. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to feel full. That's normal. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't feel that way, like whoa, there's a whole other side here. <laughs> and it, it really got to the point where I and I'm, I'm still like this now. I really I still enjoy my workouts, and so I started on this journey when I was around like 26, like, you know, really working out. And I ran uh, my first and only <laughs> full <laughs> marathon. I will not do that again. <laughs> um, but I like to feel good during my workouts. And I know, you know, if I eat something or like don't get enough sleep, like it was at the time it became, okay, like I want to eat these things so I can get, you know, they can support me through my workouts and I can continue to enjoy that. But also just, you know, workout was joyful movement. I never heard of that. Joyful movement. (laughs) Off here. I'm going to go on. And it, it really felt like a way I will say to, to honor my dad and, and, you know, mentally and emotionally was kind of a way to stay close to him as well. And so I I think that that was definitely a driving factor as well. I love it. Mm -hmm. So I hear how you create your product, your brand out of a need that you were trying to address something in your own life. Um, now that you created something that does it, kind of what is your thoughts for your brand, your product? Are you thinking you want to create more products or just say, hey, I created this one signature skew and that's all I'm going to have? No, we are. My my question as of late in last year, I had the opportunity to do a lot more in-person events. Uh-huh. It was really putting me um, face-to-face regularly with more women and, and people who menstruate that we want to serve. 
and hearing their kind of moving from, okay, we focus on, um, you know, getting you through your period. And I'll say initially I, I thought her poppy was going to be a full on feminine care brand. That, that was my vision. And as I started to understand my period health, my, you know, fertility health, my menstrual cycle health, I noticed a huge gap in access to information. Um, a lot of my peers, my friends, you know, other founders in the industry, like there's a lot that we don't know here. And now in, in having conversations with, with more women, I'll say throughout last year, I recognize this gap, but also this like yearning for answers, but not knowing where to get it. And, and so now we're working on developing um, a new platform that has all the, the right products that women need and, and continuing to develop more products for women. But how can we arm them with the information that they need as well to navigate their, to navigate their own overall health and, and wow. menstrual health? And their, our menstrual health is a part of our overall health. Um, I just, I want that to be, it's not separate. It's not something that needs to be cured or it's not a symptom. Like it for, for those who menstruate, it is an indicator of our overall health and how can we arm them, you know, with developing all of the right products um, and providing the information so that they can start to navigate it for themselves. And again, so that they can work with their healthcare providers, you know, whether they're, you know, they lean more holistic, whether they lean more traditional medicine as well, um, to navigate this better and, and really just not have to suffer. Um, and like not not have it be a dreadful experience because it doesn't have to be. Do you think that black women suffering has been normalized, that we're expected to suffer? And when we don't, we feel guilty? Hell yes, it has. <laughs> <laughs> and I like and I and I I don't mean to to laugh at that, but to the point where it has been and and to the point where like we've accepted that yes you know we're not we're not asking questions and it's just it it's the smallest things that have been that we just don't pay attention to Uh one example is all right popping a pill for your pain yep but not like okay where you know, where is this coming from? Is this a result of too much inflammation in my body? Or, you know, if you will use headaches, cause that's, that's, that's an easy example, but it's like, you have a headache. Yes. We could easily pop a pain pill or we could drink more water. Cause maybe I'm not hydrated enough for the day. Maybe I'm stressed for the day. Like have what? I had the right nutrients? And so like our, our menstrual health and and start more specifically with the period pain because that's typically what we associate like just our the symptoms and the things that we go through on our period specifically it's typically what that's how we sum, sum yes. up our menstrual health excuse me but it's just it's been masked uh-huh. and I birth control can probably serve a purpose honestly I'm going on my own I'll call it a journey of understanding with it uh-huh. um, 
it may serve a purpose, but for the most part, it's been given to us as like a cure all. Yep, yep. For it. And it's like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> what I like to think of and recognize and give my body uh, gratitude for mm-hmm. is that my body is incredibly intelligent. Yes. It's mm-hmm. telling me what it needs and what it wants. Yeah. When I'm feeling pain when my head hurts. Don't just run and grab a pain medicine. Your your body's telling something. Ooh, Kristen, you're hungry. Ooh, Kristen, you're thirsty. Ooh, Kristen, you're tired. You need to lay down and go to sleep. Exactly. My body's communicating to me, but I'm not listening. So I want Black women to do a better job at listening to your body. Your body is talking to you. You just have to listen to it. And if we if we think about you know kind of going back to some of the positives as well. Our, we create life. Yes. And our, whether that's if you're having children physically, like, so if you're creating physical life or if it's sort of, you know, if it's more metaphysical, you know, we give birth to humans, we give birth to ideas, we give birth to visions. And I think our, our fertility, our menstrual cycles are a physical representation of that. Mm. And so if we spend all of this time masking, curing, only focusing on one aspect of it, and again, completely understandable because it's all that's been pumped into our brains for the most part, it's uh, that's what we're experiencing. Over 80% of women experience period cramping at some point, whether it's regularly or at some point during, you know, their, during their years of menstruation. And if we we're disconnected from ourselves, if it's all about masking, curing, dealing with thinking of it as an annoyance and yes, you're speaking to me right now. (laughs) There's so so much there to, to unpack and, and where I'm on that journey personally. And, you know, my, as a, a company and a brand, we're on that journey as well as, as unpacking all of that and then being a resource and, and serving up a different way because it's, it's like, we've been lied to. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> every single month, I dread my period coming. Like, oh no, here yeah. I go. I'm going to bleed over everything. I'm leaking. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. All this negativity. You just help me accept it in a different way. It's your body's time to rest. It's your body's time mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Don't push through and just try to get everything done like nothing's changed. Oh. Your body, your body, slow down. Let your body slow down. So yeah. thank you for that gift that you gave me to not dread my period, but to welcome it and to learn from it and to re- relax because of it. And well, you'll as you start to navigate it, and I, I understand like we don't always live in a perfect world, whether you are... Um, a career woman, whether you're an entrepreneur, you know, if, if you have children and, and families, you can't, we don't always have, you know, I'll, I'll call it the luxury of, of taking that downtime easily, but just simply, I think being aware uh. and finding you'll, as you're more aware and you start to understand what you need and 
what your options are, we'll start to, you'll, you'll find the ways that work for you. Uh Because once you, excuse me, once you start to think of it as taking care, you, you brush your teeth before you leave in the house, before you leave the house in the morning or before, you know, before you talk to anybody. Uh (laughs) And I know a lot of us are, are working from home now, but it's, it's, it kind of feels like the same thing. Like our bodies need different, different things throughout the month. And, and this, has an impact, um, you know, positive and, and not always not so positive. I don't want to call it negative, but not so positively, uh-huh. you know, um, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Yes. Yes. We have, we'll have different needs. I know something else in my journey of accepting and loving my cycle. That's what we're going to call it now. Mm-hmm. That I have introduced in the last maybe six or so months has been a, uh, I don't know the exact term. I think it's a period cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I think that pads and tampons did this thing of me trying to plug up or hide. It mm-hmm. still doesn't feel the same way, but I feel like with the period cup, like I'm there. We're both intimately doing this thing. I'm not introducing some toxins to my body. I'm not, I, I, I feel like, I don't have to rush do things quickly. I can run to the bathroom and dump it if I need to mm-hmm. and not worry about me having pads or tampons. So it gives me a sense of freedom. Mm. I, didn't, um, I haven't experienced beforehand because I can literally leave and not be worried about it. I'm a little grossed out about doing it in public, but you know, <laughs> I that. it is, it's, it's more freedom in, than I'm, I've been used to with my period. And they're, they're also a way for us to measure, like there are, we can bleed too little uh-huh. during our period or we can bleed too much. Uh-huh. And I haven't, I'm trying, I'll personally, I'll, I'll share that on here. I'm, I'm exploring some new things um, to use, um, you know, for d- during my period, but it's a way to get a little more accurate measurement on uh-huh. how much blood, you uh-huh. know, you are, your, your body's actually releasing, um, because too little blood, um, is an indication of something just as much as, you know, heavier, uh, bleeding and, and losing too much blood is. So I, um, I think the menstrual cups, um, I think the menstrual cups are beautiful and I love that experience for you. Me too. I love to get it. I honestly didn't expect to love it as much as I am because mm. I, I also went down the more sustainable thought like, okay, this is more eco friendly of me not creating a waste environment. Yeah. So by my using this, I'm being better for the environment. That was more so my logic. But then it kind of added another benefit that I wasn't expecting. And like realizing that our blood is not gross. Yep. Like, let's just start there. Like, our blood's not gross. I understand everyone doesn't want to. Some women do think of their um, their periods as more of a private experience, um, and that excuse me, that is is beautiful and, and totally fair. I love that our our periods are not gross. Um, I do. I've seen now that some women are putting it in their plants. 
I I want to know. I want to before these <laughs> plants after after like six months with some with some period blood. I want to see a before and after of how this plant is thriving. And you can send that to me because I'm curious too. Like, <laughs> I, I, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm tempted. I am tempted. <laughs> and I want to know feedback. So let me just push you to try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's R and D. It's research and development. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I do I want to know what this plant did after how this plant is thriving after six months of being additional fertilizing? We'll call it that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is there anything else you want to leave us with that I didn't ask? Oh, um, just. Let's love ourselves and our bodies. It's and and I, I mean that in the deepest intentional way possible. And our mission on, you know, to arm women with information, access to the right supplies and, and a community to support and share with their experience. Because that that's something that I found interesting as well as women wanted, they, they want to talk about it and they don't mind having, and they always say, maybe TMI, there's no TMI because we all, (laughs) you know, there's no, like we're all dealing with it. But I mean that in, in the deepest, most intentional way possible. And I think taking ownership of your health and starting to look at your cycle differently is one way to start that. And that that's my wish for the the menstruators and the women that we serve. Yes, yes. Well, we're so happy to have you on Black and Green. Thank you for joining our family. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guests? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.